What's going on Flix Talkers? Welcome back to another review. Now this time I'm gonna be doing a classic review, taking it back to 1989. And I'll be focusing on this Stephen King film specifically because it does have a remake coming out this Friday, April 5th, 2019. Now the film I'm talking about guys is Pet Cemetery. Now I know it's spelled a little weird and that was something that threw me off as well. Now the reason why it's spelled like this incorrectly is because it was written by children. Now I'll dive deep into that as we get more into the plot of this classic film. But is it a revered horror classic? I'm gonna dive deep into that too to let you know my overall thoughts on the film, my likes, my dislikes, and ultimately my overall score. But before I do guys, make sure you guys hit that thumbs up. It always helps me. And make sure you guys are hitting that bell notification and subscribe button to get notified about more content like that. All right, guys, let's jump into this review now. Also, just a quick heads up, guys, this may contain spoilers, so if you haven't seen the film like I hadn't before, you guys might wanna turn this off, watch it for yourself, and then come back to this review to listen to it in its full. All right, guys, now this film was directed by Mary Lambert, who not only directed Pet Cemetery 1, but also Part 2, one that I always find myself going back to, even though it's not as good as this one overall. I think that one was a little more fun, and of course, it featured kid star Robert Furlong. That's why I probably went back and watched that one so much, because I was a huge fan of Terminator 2 Judgment Day. All right guys, so ultimately we open up with a family kind of moving from the urban setting of Chicago to a more rural area. I don't really remember where it says they finally settled down, but it's more on the countryside. So we're introduced to the father, Louis Creed, the mother, Rachel Creed, the daughter, Ellie, and the youngest son, Gage, who's about one or two years old. Now, right away, we see that this home is kind of strategically placed right by this busy highway where a lot of semi-truck drivers just pass throughout day and night, and it makes it a very, very dangerous situation. The neighbor across the street introduces himself. His name is Judd Crandall. He's a really, really tall, creepy fellow, and he kind of just explains about these semi-trucks going back and forth, asks him if he has any pets, because a lot of these semi-trucks tend to hit a lot of the pets to such an extent that the families in the area built a pet cemetery and this is where Judd introduces Lewis to the pet cemetery but even beyond that he shows him a more back area kind of miles deeper into the woods of something that's a little more sinister a little more sacred and a lot more creepy now while the family is away on vacation Louis decides to stay behind unfortunately the family cat church is struck by one of these semis and he knows that this is gonna break his little daughter's heart so Judd kind of persuades him to bury the cat up past pet cemetery in the sacred Indian burial ground because there is legend and rumor that things do come back after you bury them. Sometimes, that is better. So without even hesitation, Louis kind of takes the cat up there, you know, not knowing what to expect. And guess what? The pet does come back like that exact same night, guys. The only thing is he comes back really, really evil. So that's kind of our first introduction into things coming back from Pet Cemetery, guys. It's kind of misleading at first because like I said, I had not seen this movie. I always kind of overlooked it. It looked a little boring and, and slow to me, but actually it was a really, really entertaining film. But it's a little misleading in the fact that Pet Cemetery is kind of in the forefront and you kind of got to travel deeper into the woods to get to the sacred burial ground where things start to come back to life. Now I'm not gonna get into too many spoilers, guys, but as time progresses, something does happen where another person 
person dies and they do get buried in Pet Cemetery and then ultimately come back to wreak havoc. So that's kind of the overall problem going on in this film. I'm gonna let you guys watch it for yourself so you guys can kind of get your first reactions on that if you haven't seen the film. But I'll go over some of the things that I did like and did not like about Pet Cemetery in 1989. So one of the major things that I did like about this film, guys, was the creepy atmosphere, the whole setting, you know, the real rural area, the woods, it's all real foggy and real old looking. So it kind of set the mood for something really, really creepy, especially when they showed the Indian burial ground from this aerial view. It looked really, really sinister and creepy and it actually looked like it was real, like it was a real place that I could go to and just get that really creepy aura feel. Now second was some of the characters that do come back. They end up being very, very demonic and creepy and I'm not gonna show too much because I don't wanna give away certain pivotal plot points, guys, but certain things do come back and they are very, very convincing that they are demonic and possessed. Now a quick jump to my dislikes, guys, was mainly a lot of the casting. So you had the father and the mother who didn't really seem too much of a loving couple at all. It looked like she held a lot of resentment towards him. I never kind of understood why, especially since they moved into a new house. He kind of gave her this dream house and she doesn't really seem appreciative at all. She just seems really unhappy through the whole damn movie, so. So Rachel Creed was definitely a character I didn't really invest myself in. Neither was the main guy. I think the most convincing of these cast members was the little child Gage Creed who was played by Miko Hughes. He was really, really cool. And even as a child actor, he kind of hit his script really, really well to a T. I thought he was entertaining. I thought he was a good actor for being a child actor. And, and if you guys look up his IMDb, he went on to do a lot more films after this film. There's also a side character, Victor Pascal, and he's kind of introduced right at the beginning of the film where he has a head injury. He's someone that gets brought in to Lewis Creed, who's a doctor, and uh, he dies right there on the table, and he kind of comes back as a ghost. So we have a whole side character there, which was a little goofy at times, but he played a huge part of telling Lewis not to engage into the whole Pet cemetery world and kind of stay away, even though Lewis does the complete opposite. It was just kind of a random character that I didn't feel needed to even really be in the film, so that was another one of my dislikes. But overall, guys, I think they did a pretty good job of setting the whole tension and the creepiness, especially when it came to the cat, there's a scene at the end which was extremely questionable even though in the credits it says no animals were harmed in the making of this film it looked like they did some harm to this cat right here but it says they didn't so i'm just going to trust their word on it i guess it was that believable that i really believe they did something crazy to this cat and i did like little gauge guys like i said there's a crazy scene with him at the end of the movie that gets real child's playish so if you guys are into stuff like that you guys are probably going to really enjoy what they did with that and i got to watch the behind the scenes to see how they even created this world with such a young child actor. That being said guys, Pet Cemetery 1989, I gotta give it an overall maybe 7 out of 10 because even though it does steer away from the main subject of things coming back to life, you got a couple of side stories, you get a lot of flashbacks that weren't really important to the actual plot of this movie so that kind of threw me off a little bit it was creepy but it kind of had nothing to do with what was going on in present time so i got to give this film a 7 out of 10 as far as entertainment value i mean it was kind of a one and done film for me i might go back in a couple years to re-watch it around halloween time probably but it's not that bad and it's not that great either so that's why i gave it a 70 percent also on a side note guys it is the 30th anniversary so if you guys are looking for something cool and creepy especially if you have not seen this movie i definitely recommend picking it up on 4 
4K. The 4K restoration looks beautiful. Everything looks really sharp. It's so hard to believe this was filmed in 1989, guys, all right? So that ends my first retro review, guys. Let me know, give me a thumbs up if you guys did like this video and make sure you guys are hitting that bell notification and subscribe button to always get alerted about content like this. All right, guys, thank you so much for tuning in, guys. Make sure you guys are following me on my social medias on Twitter and Instagram at Flix Talk Podcast. I'll have all that information below, guys. All right, till next time, I'm gone. Peace.